Good morning and happy 4th of July. God bless you. Today we're going to speak on the topic of liberated, liberated. And for me, liberation is being encapsulated in Christ. And I'll explain it. In Galatians 2.20, the word of God says, For I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I but Christ liveth in me, and the life which I now live in the flesh, in my body, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Recall the word of God says that if the Son shall set you free, you shall be free indeed. So I consider myself and I consider all the children of God and heirs to the throne free, not because we say we're free, not because of the 4th of July, but because of living in Christ. And the word of God says that he and the father will come and make their abode with us if we love them and keep the commandments. And I'm not free unless my brothers and sisters are free. Because the word of God says, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father over all, who is in all and through us all. So for me to be free, my brothers and sisters have to be free. And I mean all human human beings. And Christ made that possible through Calvary's cross. And that was his intention in going to the cross. For he said in John chapter 17 at verse 11, And now I am no more in the world, but these are in the world. And I come to thee, Holy Father, keep through thine own name those whom thou hast given me, that they may be one as we are. Hallelujah. So if we're to be one as they are, then we're free because they're free and never were in a yoke of bondage. It says in verse 18, as thou hast sent me into the world, even so have I also sent them into the world. And then in verse 20, neither pray I for these alone, but for them also which shall believe on me through their word, that they all may be one as thou, Father, art in me and I in thee, that they also may be one in us, that the world may believe that thou hast sent me. And the glory which thou gavest me, I have given them, that they may be one, even as we are one. And that oneness in 1 Corinthians, the 14th chapter, is descriptive of Christ as the head of the body, And he is the fullness of the Godhead bodily. And we as that body have to be unified. The word of God says in 2 Corinthians 3 verse 17, where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. So we walk not after the flesh to fulfill the desires of the flesh, which would be competition, jealousy, envy, covetousness, greed, hatred, variance, emulation, strifes, debates, 
all of those ugly things, the word of God tells us that freedom through the spirit is love, joy, peace, long suffering, gentleness, goodness, meekness, temperance, and faith against such there is no law. In other words, our liberty comes into taking into consideration our impact upon the lives of others. We are not to use our liberty as an occasion for bondage. 1 Peter 2 verse 16, we're to walk circumspect towards those that are without redeeming the time. We're to set proper examples. Ephesians 5 15. And then when I talked about the one body, that's Ephesians 4 5. But it goes even further than that. It says in Philippians 3 16, we ought to have the same mind and to mind the same things. Because in Romans 8, 29, we are told that we are all conformed to the image of his son. We are predestined to be that way if we use our free will to choose him instead of the world, instead of mammon, instead of Satan. And that freedom that Christ has given us requires that we love. We're never truly free unless we love because God is love and God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. That life is freedom. The life in the things of the spirit, the life under the umbrella of Christ, the life where we are no longer subject to the world or the things of the world, but subject to God, subject to his will, subject to his word. And he ought to know what liberty is. He ought to know what freedom is. He ought to know what's best for us because he created us. The word of God says in him, we live and move and have our being by and for his pleasure. We are and were created. So if we love, then we're going to be reaching out as one in this liberty that we claim that we have that only comes through Christ. And we're going to help others because the word of God says in Isaiah 61 that the reason for the spirit where there is liberty is that we are anointed to preach good tidings to the meek. He has sent us as he did Christ, even as I have sent, I have been sent, even so send I you, he said in John 17. So we are sent to preach good tidings unto the meek. We are sent to bind up the brokenhearted. We are sent to proclaim liberty to the captives, those that are still bound to someone else, bound to Satan, bound to the things of the world, bound to mammon, bound to depression, bound to anxiety, bound to frustration, fear, doubt, unbelief, just bound. It says in the opening of the prison to them that are bound. Some prisons are real and some prisons are of the mind. But in any event, God has proclaimed that we are to set one another free through Christ Jesus, through the word of God, through the spirit of God who liberates man. 
Because again, in 2 Corinthians 3, 17, where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. There is freedom. We're not going to find that liberty. We're not going to find that freedom in anyone or anything else other than Christ who knows us, who gave himself for us, who delivered us, who became partaker of flesh and blood that we might be partakers of the divine nature and the divine nature is free. If therefore the son shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. John 8, 36, liberated. God bless you and have a blessed holiday. And I pray that whole thought of loving someone else greater than yourself, being compassionate towards someone else, the needs of someone else, looking out for your brother and your sister in Christ so that we can indeed be one body, transformed and renewed in our minds. I hope that sinks in. I love you.